dun 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 Thursday nights, here we come! Hey guys, and welcome back to the Talking Football podcast here on the Jake Cardiff YouTube channel or on Spotify or your podcast provider. It's been two weeks since I've been away. Sorry for that, guys. Sorry I couldn't do an episode last week as I was extremely busy, especially preparing. I'll reveal what will be happening uh, in a week's time. But yeah, let's get on to the podcast. So what has happened since I've been away? Well, we've had the sensational return of Cristiano Ronaldo. I never thought I'd see Cristiano Ronaldo back at Manchester United. I never saw Cristiano Ronaldo growing up so it's fantastic to see fantastic to see him and we'll talk about his performance and performances because i think you could guess how i feel about the one the games in the intro but yeah, we'll get on to cristiano ronaldo's sensational return we'll get on to liverpool and their fantastic win against leeds but it was marred by a horrible injury to harvey Elliott. but we will get into that and we'll also talk about chelsea winning 3-0 against Aston Villa and two goals for Romelu Lukaku at Stamford Bridge. So let's get on to those games as I can do that now. Let's go on to here, share the screen. Yeah, I'm here. You can see me last time because I did the full screen. But so let's go on to the games in game week four. I lost, as I said, I last spoke to you in game game week three didn't do predictions before but if you guys want to see updates especially like polls and everything follow the talking football podcast on instagram follow me on instagram jacob cullip underscore underscore you'll get all updates from videos and that when they go live and you'll get like polls and i update everything on my story on the talking football podcast so if you want to interact there please do but Let's get into the first game of game week four. It was Crystal Palace three, Spurs nil. Very surprising. I've on the poll, most of most people said Spurs were going to win. Turns out they didn't. I would have, if at the time, I would have said Spurs were going to win 2-1. I think it's going to be hard. Palace actually haven't been that bad. They obviously came off a 2-2 draw for the international break with West Ham. A good result for them. A fantastic result now. Wilfred Zaha scoring from the penalty spot. Jaffet Tanganga sent off. Those two had a f- alteration. That was quite good to see. And Ozan Edward, deadline day signing for Crystal Palace, scored two goals and scored the fastest debut goal in history of the Premier League. And I think he'll be a fantastic sign for Crystal Palace. So their first win of the season. Spurs obviously won the first three games of the season, beating City, Wolves and Watford. But they come and stuck here against Crystal Palace and they don't have a fable uh, next two run of games. Maybe the Arsenal game, you never know. But we'll get on to that. But they will face Chelsea in game week five this weekend. So it's going to be quite a tough run of games for Tottenham now. And this is when Nuno will be under a bit of pressure. Because I swear, I mean, they did win the Man City game, but they had to win the Wolves and the Watford game, which they did. But they're under a lot of pressure now to perform it in the next two games. Let's go on to Arsenal versus Norwich. Arsenal winning their first game of the season, scoring their first goal of the season, scoring by the captain who needed to step up, and my player to watch, actually, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, his first goal of the season. A fantastic player, Aubameyang, but um, they had 30 shots. Well, not, yeah, they had 30 attempts at Arsenal in that game. So you 
but the goal it was a very it was a bundle at the back from Norwich. It was a very scrappy goal from Arsenal, but you couldn't say Arsenal didn't deserve it on stats of the game, but stats of course can be misleading. But I would say Arsenal just did deserve to win this game and Abamian getting off the mark and getting off the mark for the season. Arteta saying it was the best week of his life. Is that exaggeration? But he obviously is a man under pressure and the same with Spurs, a lot of pressure on him and his team to perform in the next two games since they have Burnley and of course Spurs in the North London derby coming up. So Arsenal got to win the next two games. Arteta is under pressure. Brentford Brentford versus Brighton, this wasn't the most exciting game. Brentford actually played quite well, restricting Brighton quite well, which not many teams actually do, because Brighton obviously won the, the XG Kings, as most people say. Brighton coming off with a 1-0 win, scoring in the 90th minute from Leandro Trozard, the Belgian, with a brilliant goal. And, yeah, let's actually look at the stats here. If we, Oh, I just clicked on the Man City game. We'll get into you later. But if we click on the Brighton game, let's go to the stats as we see here see and Brentford had more shots restricting Brighton Brighton had more shots on target than most possession so there was Brentford actually had you could say Brentford it was more of a draw you could say it was quite an equal game but Brighton showing lethal in front of goal and three wins out of four for Brighton fantastic start to the season for them and they're currently in fifth place that's which is very good and next we go to one of the one of the games people were watching out for, which was Leicester versus Manchester City, the champions. Man City running out 1-0 winners, scoring in the second half from uh, my least favourite player in the world, Bernardo Silva. If you know, you know. But, yeah, so Bernardo Silva, it was, again, a scrappy goal, you could say, but I'd say on the balance of play, Manchester City did deserve it. Jamie Vardy had a goal ruled off for offside, so the game could have changed from then. But on the balance of play, I would say Manchester City did deserve it. But Leicester did play well and defended valiantly in that game. So the champions, that's three wins in a row for them. They won 5-0 twice and they've won 1-0. Shows you what to do to be champions, eh? Um, then my team, Manchester United, beating Newcastle by four goals to one. And the sensational return of this man, Cristiano Ronaldo scoring two goals. He scored the goal right on half time. Clicked on the wrong one there. Scored a goal right on half time. His first goal back. Then Manchio equalised for Newcastle straight after the break. And then Ronaldo scoring again. You could say his goals were quite fortunate. Then Bruno Fernandes with an absolute cracker. Then Jesse Lingard getting on to the score sheet. Quite a conflicting week for him, but I'll get on to that later. So I'd say on the balance, did, did deserve Newcastle didn't do that bad, but Man Manchester United being clinical, not creating many. We haven't created that many chances this this year. I wouldn't say we actually played well. I'd say Leeds, but I'll get on to Leeds later in the Liverpool game. But Leeds, we always beat Leeds at Old Trafford. So, but then the Southampton result was shocking. Just about scraped Wolves, and we beat Newcastle. You say comfortably in the end, but chance of creating but I'll get on to more about Ollie later but then we go on to I don't know what going on to this game Southampton West Ham nothing happened in this game except a red card for Mikel Antonio who most people have in their FPL including me so nothing to really say about that game except the red card Watford versus Wolves Wolves finally getting off the mark and getting their first goals of the season Obviously, they, had, they lost the first three games. Quite unlucky to lose, especially the Spurs and Manchester United game. But they get the luck of the draw for an own, an own goal from the Watford player. Can't remember his name. And then Huang Hee Chan 
On loan from RB Leipzig, scores his first goal on his debut and Wolves get their first points and goals of the season. Fantastic for them. Then we have Chelsea, title favourites Chelsea, winning 3-0 against Aston Villa. Two goals from Romelu Lukaku. Brilliant performance from him. Clinical as ever. Chelsea actually weren't that brilliant in this game. Aston Villa had so many chances in the first half, but it just shows Chelsea clinical when they need to be, which they were missing last year. And then we go on to the super. Wait, oh, that's got. It's so weird on this website. You've got to go go up here. The first, the only Super Sunday game this week was Leeds versus Liverpool. Liverpool running out three 0 winners. Mohamed Salah opening the scoring, and getting his hundredth goal in the Premier League to join the hundred club. The thirtieth player in the thirtieth season to do that. Fantastic achievement for him. Fabinho scored after half-time from a corner headed down from Virgil van Dijk and then Sadio Mane, who had a lot of chances in this game and should have scored a lot more, gets the goal in injury time. There was eight minutes of injury time due to the horrible injury Harvey Elliott uh, got. I was going to say attained, but that's probably not the right word. Yeah, so Harvey Elliott got a really bad injury. I think it was a dislocation and a break. He's recently had surgery yesterday, so... It's not a time scale when he will return, but he's been fantastic, Harvey Elliott, so far this season, and has looked really well in the Liverpool team and when he's only 19 years of age. And it's absolutely fantastic for him to get in that team, replacing Jorginho Wijnaldum. But, yeah, it's really unlucky for him because he's played really well this season and who knows when he'll be back. Leeds still haven't got a win this season. They've only got two points. Surprised they didn't beat Burnley in game week four, but Leeds, I'd say, I think they have a comfortable fixture this week, but they really need to get a win as a lot of pressure is on them. Then the final game, Monday night football, we had Everton versus Burnley. Burnley taking the lead in the second half through Ben Mee on his 200th Premier League appearance. I think it was, can't exactly remember the stat, but he scores from a header, typical Burnley. And then Michael Keane, the former Burnley player, equalising for Everton. Then Andros Townsend with probably the goal of the season at the moment. What a fantastic goal that was right into the top corner. Typical Andros Townsend even with a wonder goal. And then we had Damari Gray scoring the third game in a row. Fantastic for him. A lot of doubt, especially me, I had a lot of doubt about Damari Gray. But he's proving to be a good signing so far. Was it 1.5 million from Bayern Leverkusen? Of course, it was at Leicester City before. Remy not had the chances he deserved. Give him a run of games and he'll do this. Fantastic for Damari Gray. And so that was game week four of all the fixtures. Now we'll go into last night's Champions League fixtures. We're also going to tonight's ones as well. If you guys want me to actually do a stream of all the Champions League games, if you actually want me to, please, please comment. Um, but we're going to, oh, you'll be know why I got angry at the start of this episode. Young Boys 2, Manchester United 1. Wow. Absolutely fantastic. Great. Great, great result. Gone from the highs of Newcastle, from XC to reality. Fantastic. Ronaldo scores 1-0 in the 13th minute. A wonderful ball. Brilliant assist from Bruno Fernandes. But we only had two shots attempts all game it's absolutely horrendous and then the red card for Aaron Wamsaka a horrible challenge he can't do anything about it his touch let him down but it's a horrible tackle then young boys just we parked the bus with 10 men like and I know you could say but when Man United we should be going for this this win that wasn't intentional just banging on the desk there but 
No, but not a great result. Also in the group, Atalanta and Villarreal drew two-two, so maybe not bad. But we should we should be winning this game. Then Jesse, as I said, Jesse Lingard, a conflicting week scores at the weekend, assist for the winner, a horrible back pass, and in the end, just it's not it's not good enough. And a lot of questions about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Even took off all the attacking talent. Donny van der Beek gets 45 minutes, gets taken off. Jen Sancho didn't have a great start to the game, but he gets taken off. Not enough time. Takes off Fernandez, takes off Ronaldo. Just not enough, not enough time. You could say overreaction, but we've seen Oli's tactics and bad substitutions over the past year, especially the Europa League final in Europe. And Oli's not proving to be good in Europe, to be honest. Yeah, and you could say we got to a final, but did we win it? No. But I'd say David De Gea, Bruno, Bruno and Ronaldo are the only ones that can actually hold their heads up high. Why wasn't Rafael Varane starting? Why? Why are we giving Victor Lindelof time? We, we, he's, Bruno's not good enough, especially with Maguire last year. Which what? Because it was in because it was in Sweden. We've got to give him a homecoming. What? Why? <sighs> I, I, yeah, oh, it's so annoying. But Europa League, here we come. I won't be surprised. I'll say it now. If, if we get Euro, if we get Europa League, he's got to go. I'm sorry, he's got to be sacked. We shouldn't. We should have gone through the group last year. We, we beat PSG. We had you see a harder group last year. We couldn't even get through it. We beat PSG and we beat Villarreal, and then we lost exactly replica. We weren't down to ten men, but losing to Istanbul, perhaps here last year, and then we bowled it from there. We should have got through the group. All we needed was a bloody point. And we still can do it. So it's still five five games to go. But am I confident? Probably not. But then we had Sevilla one one with RB Salzburg. Chelsea winning one nil against Zenit St Petersburg. Another goal from Romelu Lukaku. Dinamo Kiev nil. Benfica nil. Nothing to happen in there. Barcelona the new Barcelona first game without Messi in the Champions League. Bayern Munich running out three 0 winners. A goal from. Thomas Muller and two goals from Robert Lewandowski. Fantastic performance from them. Barcelona, it's going to be a long, long season for them without Lionel Messi. And yeah, and Bayern Munich, it could have been more. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. Lille nil, Wolfsburg nil, Malmo nil, Juventus three, all goals scored in the first half. Then, as I said, Villarreal two, Atalanta two. So, mate, but even if we got a point, I still wouldn't have been happy last night. And we're going to tonight's Champions League games as we can go on to here let's do that it's obviously some big games tonight I'll do some predictions for that remember if you guys want me to stream Champions League games or games in the future on here please say and comment first we have Besiktas versus Borussia Dortmund Sheriff Sheriff has I can't say that name against um, Shakhtar Donetsk Atletico Madrid versus Porto Club Bruges versus Paris Saint-Germain into Milan versus Real Madrid, Liverpool versus AC Milan, Manchester City, RB Leipzig, and Sporting Lisbon versus Ajax. I'm going to predict the Premier League games, and I'll predict the Inter Milan and Madrid game. I'm going to go for two. I'm going to say two one Liverpool. Man City are going to win three 0 against RB Leipzig, and Paris Saint Germain are going to win. I'd say four nil against Club Bruges, and then I'll go three nil to Real Madrid. So those are the Champions League games fixtures of Premier League and the Champions League fixtures from last night. So let's get into the fixtures for game week five 
in this week's Premier League. Kicking off with the Friday night football match, Newcastle United versus Leeds. Both haven't won this season. Newcastle got one point, Leeds have got two. Who's going to win this game? I'm going to predict Leeds to win their first game of the season and win 2-0 at St James's Park. Saturday's fixtures, half 12 kickoff. We have Wolverhampton Wanderers versus Brentford. Not the most fabulous game for a half 12 kickoff. Some people might skip this one. But I think Wolves are going to win this one. They're going to grind this one out. I think Brentford have played quite well so far, cons- considering of their team in the Premier League. I'm going to go for 1 0 Wolves win. I think that it's going to be a hard fought win. Burnley, and then we're going to the three o'clock, kick- three o'clock kickoff games. We have Burnley versus Arsenal. Burnley haven't won a game this season either, losing 3-1 against Everton last time out. Arsenal, again, their first win of the season against Norwich, winning 1-0. And I'm going to go 1-0 again for Arsenal. And I think Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang will score again. Liverpool versus Crystal Palace. Liverpool having a good start to the season, joint top of the league with Everton, United, Chelsea. I'm going to go for a Liverpool win. I think it's going to be a very hard win because Palace actually haven't been that bad this season. And I hope Vieira does well, considering I did say he was going to be the first manager sacked. But I hope he does well. But I think Liverpool are going to grind this one out. I'm going to go for a 2-1 win at Anfield. Manchester City versus Southampton. City, I think, are going to get four wins in a row. Straightforward this one. I'm going to go for a 4-0 victory against struggling Southampton. Norwich versus Watford. Not the most exciting 3 o'clock game as well. Going to be at Carrow Road. I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw. I don't think much is going to happen here. Aston Villa versus Everton. Half-five kickoff at Villa Park. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go for a 1-0 Everton win. I think this is going to be quite a close game as well. Super Sunday. Three games. Two games at two o'clock. Brighton versus Leicester. Brighton, three wins out of four so far. Great start to the season for them. Leicester, two wins and two losses so far this season. But I think Leicester are going to win this game. I'm going to go for a 2-0 victory at the Amex. West Ham United versus Manchester United. West Ham drawing last time out. Two draws in a row for them. Man United winning 4-1 against Newcastle, but coming off a really bad defeat against young boys in the Champions League. But I think... You know, I'm going to scrape this one. I'm going to go for a 2-1 victory at the London Stadium. Last game of game week five and the biggest game, we have Spurs versus title favourite Chelsea. Spurs, as I said, three wins in a row. Then, obviously, that bad loss against Crystal Palace. Chelsea, 10 points out of a possible 12 so far. Joint top of the league with Liverpool, Everton and Manchester United. I'm going to go for a Chelsea win in this one. I'm going to go 3-1 at White Hart. Lane, and this is the current Premier League table going into game week five. We have, as I said, Manchester United, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Everton all on 10 points, three wins, and a draw so far. Manchester City, nine points out of a possible, yeah, out of a possible 12. And we we'll go all the way to the bottom here Arsenal, 16th, 18th, Burnley, Newcastle, 19th, Norwich, 20th. So it's quite interesting. The top six, Brian, sixth, sorry, of Manchester City with fifth. I thought Brian were fifth. But Tottenham, seventh, eighth, West Ham, ninth, Leicester, tenth, Brentford, Crystal Palace, eleventh, Aston Villa, Wolves, Southampton, Watford make up near the mid table to the bottom. So tell me, guys, what did you think of game week four? What did you think of the Champions League games? What are your predictions for Champions League games tonight? Currently recording on the Wednesday, it'll be out on Thursday with your predictions for game week five of the Premier League. Remember, guys, you need to be yourself. You can't be no one else. I've been Jakey Collip. And yeah, guys, peace.